0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Bold Brew Podcast. I'm your host, Lily Savignon, joined by our Director of Culture, Patricia Menendez.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Today, we have Dylan DiBartolomeo, who graduated from FIU in 2019 with a Bachelor's in Organizational Communication. He's now an Account Executive at Wow Marketing. It's great to have you back, Dylan.
1: Yes. Thanks for coming on our podcast. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm really excited to catch up. Awesome. So let's dive right into the questions. So Dylan, tell us about how you got involved with Bold.
2: So I got involved with Bold uh, during Lily's level one class. Um, I never heard of Bold before and I've always told this story um, that a, a student, an acquaintance, you know, not a friend, or kind of a oddball, told me you should check out this Bold organization, you'd be a great fit for it. And at first I was kind of like, okay, whatever this guy said, like, I'm not gonna listen to it. Um, And then I started going online, doing my research and I saw Bold and I was like, wow, student run agency, they have a level one class, you know what, I'm gonna give it a try. Um, And I remember it being like 7.30 when you have to register for classes at eight, I had it in my shopping cart, There was one spot left, I was really nervous, got up at eight o'clock on the dot, hit enroll and I got into the class. Um, And that was one of the the best decisions I've made at FIU because it introduced me to Bold, it introduced me to Lily, and it opened up so many doors and so many opportunities. Um, So that's how I got started into Bold and got to where I am now.
1: That's awesome to hear. It was like, it was meant to be, Like you got the last spot (laughs) and everything. That's great. So tell us about your Bold journey. Like what roles did you have in the agency? What projects you worked on? Yeah, so I...
2: First started during my first semester, I was an account executive uh, for the Chaplin School of Hospitality. Uh, I say this story all the time, but that was an interesting way of being introduced to the account because it was during level one. Uh, Lily called me up in front of the entire class is like, hey, Dylan, do you have a moment to speak to me? And then I go up and she's playing Spotify, Starbucks playlist, and a fantastic playlist, by the way. Um, and then she starts talking to me and she's like, hey, you know, during your pitch, because um, during level one, you have to pitch yourself at the beginning of the semester and then at the time, also at the end. Um, And I had talked about how I love cooking and I love food. And she was like, hey, listen, there's a spot opened up for the Chaplain School of Hospitality and Tourism Management. And I know you love food and have that background. Would you be interested? And I had no clue what an account executive was. I had no clue what this would entail. But I said, yes, I'll do it. Um, And I got involved with the account executives. And then the next semester, I got promoted to uh, director of public relations. And that was probably by far my favorite time in Bold, because this is when I was able to really be the face and reach out to people and try to convince them, like people walking by in GC, hey, this is why you guys to been part of Bold. Um, and I remember we had a, like a pitch wheel. That was really cool, because we had different questions to engage people. And it would say, what Disney princess best describes you? Team Beyonce or Team Rihanna? Which by the way, I don't know about you guys, I'm definitely Team Rihanna. Um, and A, if you have a plane ticket, where are you going? Like it was engaging things that caught people off guard and then got them thinking like what's this club about and what I really loved about it was we spoke to science majors, we spoke to prac majors, we spoke to architect majors and we basically expressed: bold is a non major organization. You don't have to be in just Carta or the School of Journalism. It's open to everyone. If you're creative, if you love learning, if you have passions that don't necessarily fit your mold, but you want to cultivate join this club. And that was really cool, and I really enjoyed it. And from there, I was then promoted to Director of Accounts, which is by far the best crash course for the job I have now, because it really taught me about how the account system works within an agency. It taught me how to deal with the relationships with the different clients. Um, And it was really amazing, because it also gave me the opportunity to teach and mentor all the account executives and supervisors that I worked with. Um, And that was an incredible opportunity that I'm very grateful for because it's paying off now.
1: I feel like Dylan should be like the face of Bolt because he describes it so well and pitches it so well. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: actually, why don't you tell us a little bit about Pitch, Please? Just because I feel like that, you know, it's so appropriate. That is one of your creations. So and it's still around.
2: Yeah, so Pitch, Please was um, an idea that was created by Bolt. Um, And it was all about teaching people how to do presentation speaking. Um, Because usually when you hear public speaking, you know, that's someone sitting in front of a podium and they're speaking and there's no interaction. Presentation speaking is something that happens on a daily basis. It's something you do at your job, you do with your family, with your friends, you do in relationships. You like have to be able to convince, you have to be able to persuade, you have to be able to inform, you have to be able to educate. Um, And as, people in the agency, that's something that is crucial, whether you're a creative and you're trying to speak to the account person and say, this is why we should pitch this idea. If you're on the media team and you're trying to persuade the client, this is why you should consider this buy. You have to have those skills. Um, So this workshop, it was a three-part series that was really all about empowering people um, because public speaking is a very scary and intimidating thing. I remember my very first time I was actually homeschooled. So the very first time I gave a presentation was during public speaking, intro to public speaking here at FIU. Um, And I was nervous. I prepared like crazy. And then when I got up, I found that I loved it. It was amazing, like getting into a room and having to convince people of why Rocky Balboa is my legend and entertaining them was (laughs) by far one of the craziest and funnest things I've ever done. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> I you know, it's so random. So this is all about <laughs> empowering people because it could be scary, but everyone everyone knows who they are and all they have to do is stop trying to put up this facade, stop trying to pretend like mm-hmm. they're somebody they're not and be their true authentic self.
1: Preach it, yep, so true. <laughs> so I why aren't we doing that anymore? That sounds awesome. Uh. <laughs> I would have loved to be in that class. And also the name, Pitch, Please. That's iconic. Awesome. So Dylan, you talked about your favorite time in Bold. I would say this is like also one of your favorite things. So what's your favorite memory from Bold?
2: My favorite memory, actually, I brought a prop here. It has to be the New York trip I took. Um, And that was crazy because Bold, every spring semester, obviously pre-COVID, would have an agency tour where – You'd also do it in the fall, Lily. I know you guys like went to Chicago, but in the spring, it was a bold staple. We're going to New York. Um, And I remember (laughs) applying and going. Um, And my favorite memory of it is actually uh, Carlos Ortiz, the current president of Bold. now. At the time, it was his first semester. I don't know who he was, um, but we went through like an orientation with Lily on like a Tuesday night and he had slacked me and was like, hey, do you mind if I sit with you on the plane? So I was like, sure, why not? So we sat down and I remember specifically stars born had just come out and I was like I'm dying to see this movie. I want to, I want to see it on the plane and I had planned to see it and next thing I know Carlos and I talked for like two hours nonstop and I got to know him and we're still friends to this day and that's just that like speaks to bold. like there's like minded people that push each other to be better and that trip also led to my internship um, at Marina Mar Communications in New York City that was life-changing. Like I said, I was homeschooled. That was the first time I was ever away from my parents, and I got to experience New York City, and it was really cool. So that's my favorite memory bold.
1: Again, I wish I was in bold during the New York City (laughs) (laughs) tournament. Also, shout out to Carlos, our current president.
0: I feel like the New York City trip is probably everyone that goes on that trip says, you know, that's my favorite memory. And I think it has a lot to do with like, you know, self-discovery and of course the bonding part, but it's also, okay, you know, do I really see myself here? We've, you know, been doing this, we've been running like an agency and it's very, very similar, but you don't realize how similar it is until you actually go and see it physically. And then you say, wait a minute, I'm so familiar with everything. So can you speak to us a little bit about how that transition was for you into your first job? I know that, you know, from, from Bold, you interned at Marina Mar, and then from there, you went into your first full-time job. So how was that transition? Was it easier because of Bold? How do you feel?
2: A thousand percent easier because of Bold. Um, When I went to Marina Mar, like, I'm not saying this in like a cocky way, but I felt like I had an advantage over some of the, like, not the other interns or stuff, but just where I was and like where I'm supposed to be as a student and the knowledge I have with bold it elevated me like I knew lingo in the agency already because of bold I understood certain processes I'm not again like I didn't know everything I don't know everything but bold helped make me feel like that transition it really made it easier Um, and it also prepared me to think outside of what I was assigned to do. I was brought on as an account of, uh, basically like an assistant account executive coordinator role. And I was on accounts, but I love copywriting. I love writing. And that's something we did in fold. And I didn't let that title limit me. So I actually reached out to one of the copywriters at Marina Mar and I was like, Hey, if you ever have, you know, need assistance, if there's any downtime in my internship, I would love to help out. And I was able to actually create a dual internship where I did both the accounts and also copywriting. And that is something that really teaches you about bold. I know in these little screens we have in the right corner, it says, be bold. It's going beyond what's expected of you and really finding what your creativity is and cultivating it. And that actually leads to my job now at, wow, my very first interview, I made it known, listen, I'm here for accounts, but I love copywriting. Um, And since then, I've been able to do campaigns where some of the copy that I've ideated is actually being published. And I'm technically on the account side, but having that mentality of thinking outside of the box is really something that bold instills in you from day one.
0: That's amazing. And it's such a great pairing. You know, it's not very common to see an accounts person that loves copywriting and actually, you know, practices it as well. So that's amazing. And the fact that you found a place that'll let you kind of expand on both is amazing. So can you tell us a little bit more about Wow and your experience there?
2: No, absolutely. And Wow, listen, Bold put the pressure on because after I entered Bold, I was like, this next place that I go to, it's gotta live up to Bold's like standard here. Oh you yeah. Know, Bold is, you know, like <laughs> I, I, I've, I've already got the cream of the crop here. I got, I can't go any, I can't go lower. So when I went to WOW, I was like, okay, is this going to be bold. And I feel like it's an extension of that same family. Uh, From the very first day, everyone welcomed me. I remember feeling, wow, everyone's a little suspiciously nice. Like, why are they treating me so nice? Some guy came up to me from another side of the building. Obviously, this was pre-COVID. He came up to me another side of the building and was like, hey, I heard you're new. I'm in the um, creative department. I just wanted to say hi. So I was like, hi. And then he walked away and I looked and I was like, was he going to get a cup of coffee? Was he going to see somebody? He literally came up just to say hi to me. I'm like, wow, these people are nice. And it wasn't suspicious. It's genuine. Um, And everyone is there to push each other. Um, The owner, Jose Danz, we call him Pepe. He creates an atmosphere where you feel like you're valuable. You're an asset and you have room to grow. Um, and speaking of growing, I actually recently just got promoted to account executive. And I feel like, wow, definitely recognizes and sees potential. And they want to create a place where you feel fulfilled and that you feel like you could, you know, you're not going to max out or reach a certain ceiling. You're going to continue to evolve as a professional and keeping those doors of opportunity open for you.
0: That's amazing. I feel like I keep saying amazing, but it's because you're. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's because he is amazing
0: <laughs> no I'm, I'm really so happy for you I'm so happy that you found this place that you truly fit in you know mm-hmm. it's not only about the skill set but it's also about feeling like a part of a family and, and having those I guess that culture so tell us about what you do. I mean, so now we know the people at WoW. Well, I feel like I know the people at WoW well, uh, and we know the environment. <laughs> but um, tell us about your day-to-day. What accounts are you on? I mean, whatever you're able to speak on. We would love to hear more.
2: Yeah, so I was brought on um, and really honored, like really blessed um, to be able to have a diverse set of accounts. So I originally started on the healthcare sector and that had to do with Health, which is the University of Miami Health Systems. And they have a bunch of different service lines. So you have like Baskin Palmer Eye Institute, Sylvester Comprehensive Cancer Center, Sports Medicine Institute. There's like a lot of different service lines onto this account, it's a really big account. So I would help and assist on those projects. And then I also started going onto the automotive side and I started working with uh, Maserati, which are luxurious Italian cars on Italian. So it's like, hey, this fits in perfectly. Um, So that's how I started off, but then as I slowly started to get more and more experience, I started getting more accounts on my own. So I'm actually working with the Dolphins Challenge Cancer, uh, which is the biggest fundraiser uh, for cancer in uh, the NFL, which is really cool. It happens once a year, but now they're trying to move from one specific event to basically a 365 campaign. And all of the funds go to transformative research for cancer at the Sylvester Comprehensive Cancer Center. So I've been working with the DCC, I've been working with uh, Maserati, like I mentioned, Alfa Romero. Um, I also work with um, a new account, which you guys will be the first to hear. I'm actually gonna be starting with the Miami Marlins. And anyone who knows me knows that I love baseball. Um, So this is, I can't wait to meet Derek Jeter and maybe get an autograph.
1: So Dylan, I actually have, I guess, a personal question. And I know some people also have this question. So there's like this kind of misconception about staying in Miami, you know, especially those in bold, who are like, I want to go to New York, I want to go to LA and Chicago, because they're known for advertising and marketing. So Tell us a little bit about your experience and um, what it's like working for, I would say, a popular ad agency or marketing agency right here in Miami. Is it fun? Is it more than you expected? Tell us a little about that.
2: Yeah, I definitely feel that like stigma of like, okay, you gotta go to the big city to you know do big business. Um, I definitely encourage everybody to branch out and definitely experience something outside of their comfort zone. Because I grew up in Miami, like I said, and I, that's why I feel really blessed to be part of that bold experience in New York and being able to get that internship and experience that um, because that really painted the picture for me for the future and next steps. Um, so when it came to Miami, I also think it has to be a personal decision um, because something that's really important to me is my family. I want to be around them. I want to be able to you know, support them as my parents grow older. So that's something that I view as a priority. So I don't think you should ever look at other people and say, oh, you know, I got to go here because that's where the big show happens or something like that. It's all a personal choice. And I think it's all about what personally fulfills you. If you can wake up each day and feel fulfilled and satisfied in your job, regardless of the location, I think you're doing a good thing. And that's what I love about WOW. They're not just concerned about the bottom line and the dollar. They're concerned about making an impact and making sure their clients are being able to reach the community, reach people, and make a difference. Um, so that's something I'm really proud about at WOW is they have standards beyond just the bottom line. They really want to make an impact. Um, so I think when it comes to branching out, it is important to get that experience. But there's no shame whether you choose to you know, go up and move away and go to New York. Or if you stay here in Miami, there's opportunity everywhere. I
0: think that That's we're awesome. lucky to live in Miami. Miami is a big city, everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. just, just because you're born and raised here doesn't mean, doesn't mean that uh, it's not just as important yeah. of, uh, of a hub, right, for communication. Yeah. There's plenty of agencies um, down here and plenty that have offices across the nation. So something mm-hmm. else to, to look at. And with those thoughts, Dylan, do you have any words of advice for graduates? Me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, tell me.
2: (laughs) Well, the phrase I've always liked is cultivate your creativity. And something I've realized about the agency industry is they're shifting parts. People are constantly moving from one place to another. People are getting new positions, new accounts, new roles. Something that won't change though, something that's constant is that creativity that you have. And I think what's really important is you have to make time for it. You have to cultivate it. Even if it's not during the nine to five, if it's in the evenings, if it's on the weekends, find something you're passionate about, whether it's writing, whether it's cooking, whether it's doing a podcast like this. And you have to be able to continue to evolve because that's going to make you feel more fulfilled. It's gonna make you more excited. It's gonna sharpen your skills. And who knows how that also translates to your job. So I think it's important to not get caught up in the, like, you know, I need to find this job that pays me the most money. I need to you know, be able to reach this certain role by this certain time in my life. You, we can't predict what's gonna, I don't know what's gonna happen in five years. Who thought this pandemic was gonna happen? Nobody. And I think what's really important is you staying focused on yourself and being able to really sharpen your skills so that when the opportunity does come, you're able to rise to the occasion.
1: I needed to hear that. (laughs) You're,
2: Patty, you're going to be fine. You're going to kill it. Oh,
1: stop. (laughs) Don't make me blush, Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I think
0: that you, you speak to something that's really important. And because I think that a lot of, a lot of us kind of, box ourselves into, okay, are we accounts? Are we strategists? Are we creatives? And creativity isn't limited only to the creative department in advertising or in communication. Creativity lives everywhere. And it's about finding just your way of expressing it. So what are ways in which you do that? Dylan, I know you spoke a little bit about cooking, but is there anything else that you do that maybe can help with the work-life balance or something kind of like that?
2: Yeah, for sure. The cooking, you guys all know about, I love cooking, but writing, that's by far my favorite. I'm in accounts, and yes, I, you know, I have to ask the liaison, but even outside of just copywriting and work, I love writing, whether it's stand-up comedy, which I've performed a couple of times, um, writing, like, stories or, you know, screenplays. I enjoy just, you know, being creative and seeing what works, and sometimes I write a bunch of pages that are just absolutely deserve to be in a garbage can, but i don't think like creating a bad idea isn't that that, like that's an easy thing to do but it's getting it's paving the way for the good idea and what I think it's really cool is writing has always been I go back to Lily your level one class the light bulb assignment everyone talks about it and you put a light bulb in the center of the room and you asked us hey I think you said like two or five minutes you're like two or five minutes well well, how long was it?
0: It was five, five minutes, just because two minutes is a little too short, but still five flies by.
2: (laughs) You said five minutes and you guys have to come up with a way to market this. You could, you could draw up like a, um, like a design. You could write a pitch, do something, go five minutes started. And the first thing I decided was I'm going to write a pitch and that's how I was going to present it. And after the class, you were like, if you guys notice, you each have a tendency, a go to that helps describe like your creative outlet. So people who wrote your outlet is writing. And I was just like, whoa, mind blown. And I've always throughout my life, I've always loved to incorporate writing. I started as an English major. right uh, giving public presentations, it involves writing because you have to know what you're going to say. It's not necessarily a script, but you have to be knowledgeable and know the flows and the transitions. Um, so writing, going back to your question, I know I took a very long time to answer this, going back to it writing is my outlet. I feel like it's a way of self-expression, even just journaling your day uh, gives you perspective. Um, because even if you have a really cruddy day, you could find three, at least three to five things that happened that were good, that gives you perspective that, you know, this is not as bad as I thought it was. So I think it's good for self-expression, it's therapeutic, and it's also a creative outlet as well.
1: Yeah, totally. And actually, it's funny that you say that, doing because like, I'm listening to you, I'm nodding, because like, I'm also a writer so like I totally if I were in bold level one um, I would have totally done the same thing too like my outlet of creativity I would say is writing so that's Interesting that so we connect on that note too. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I guess we're just going to have to write a movie together. Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: Guys, <laughs> stay on the lookout. <laughs> and just we're going to write a out.
2: movie about bold.
1: Oh my gosh. Imagine <laughs> three kids are finding their creativity. Where do they go? <laughs> bold. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just for a little bit of context on that light bulb assignment that you know it's so funny to see how what a success it's been um and i never really predicted that it would be so popular but you know from semester to semester people are like oh i heard about this i heard about this i'm so excited to do it and we sit in a circle uh of course pre-covid right but we sit in a circle and i put the light bulb in the middle and just by giving little direction uh, everyone is free to express themselves however they they feel right And of course, there's panic and wait a minute, over analyzers. What do you mean? How am I supposed to do this? We have five minutes. And it's just like, pass it around, touch it, look at it, feel it however you'd like. And that's it. There are no rules. It's just an exercise. And then from there we share and you'll see people draw out an entire thing, right? Or you would see people say, you know what, we're going to sell it this way. We're going to place it here and we're going to do a pop-up event and we're going to sell it this way. So, you know, there's such different direction um, to go in. And of course, then you have the writers, right? But some people did find a surprise. And I always compare it to the Cheesecake Factory uh, menu, where when you're pressed for time and you're looking at a giant menu, you always go with the same dish because the waiter comes and they're like, okay, are you you ready? And you're like, well, no, but I'm just going to go with the same exact thing that I've always had. Or you'll have like two or three dishes on rotation. (laughs) you can foolproof You could rely on that. It's the same thing. Like these are the talents and these are skill sets that you're confident in. So that's where you're going to go to when you're pressed for time or under pressure.
2: Asian chicken littles.
1: (laughs) Mine is chicken pot stickers.
0: (laughs) Those are good. Those
2: are good.
1: Yeah.
0: So Dylan, what are the goals? What's to come uh, the next couple of years? I know that you said, who knew, right? And now how could we predict uh, the next year? But... You know, if all goes according to plan, what would uh, the next year or two look like for you?
2: Okay, so I I view it in two ways. I view it at wow. And in that position, I definitely want to elevate and move up, you know, the chains. And obviously, I just got promoted to account executive. I would love to get a role where I'm actually able to bring that they actually bring people on that I am able to oversee. Um, Because I'm really, like I said, I love working with people and I love taking someone like you know, someone who was like me just a year ago, you know, new and kind of green and trying to figure things out, being able to give them that comfort and that confidence that they're going to be able to, you know, don't necessarily have all the answers now, but just continue to learn, continue to stay positive and be able to act as kind of like a mentor. I would love that opportunity because, you know, I want to continue to grow not only for myself at WOW, but also help WOW grow as well. So that's something there. And then also on the other side, I continue want it to be like a mentor for people at Bold. Like ever since I left Bold, I'm just kind of like, oh my God, I miss it. I want to be a part of it. Um, so I always wanted to continue to be able to, you know, network, kind of pay it forward to FIU and be able to continue to participate in things like Panther Alumni Week and, you know, continue to speak at Bold and just be able to be there for people to, hey, I have an interview. I need some advice or, hey, I, you know, want to need some help. Are you able to look at my resume or, hey, there's an opportunity for another pitch, please. You want to give it like, I definitely want to continue to grow in that aspect. And something that I'm considering as well is something that's always important to me is getting a master's. Um, because regardless of where I'm at one day, one of my goals is definitely to teach um, and whether it's just a pitch please class all the time, which would be absolutely amazing, I would love to do that because i want to the same confidence Lily that you gave me and the same opportunities i want to be able i want to be a Lily junior for other people
1: <laughs> well. Thank you. I just wanted to say you know like this is crazy so you know this is the last episode of the podcast for me but um I just wanted to say it's kind of surreal because it's like coming off full circle you know and you said one of your goals is to be a mentor um for BOLD members and students who are thinking about joining and I remember when I joined or heard about BOLD the first time in the summer boot camp you were the first speaker and like you're the one that got me to think like huh I wanna be more involved and bold and everything. So you already achieved that with me. So I just wanted to say that, and thank you so much. This is like crazy that now we're talking, I'm on Eboard, I'm the director of culture. So it's like, ah, so it's just crazy. So thank you.
2: Although I oh that's absolutely amazing. And I gotta say, I've been listening to your podcast. You've been killing it, Patty. And I know you're going to, you have a very, very bright future. Like you have nothing to worry about. Let me just say that on thank the record. You.
1: thank you I appreciate it
0: agreed agreed we can't wait to have you as a guest on the podcast you know in let's say a year or so you could come back and tell us about all of your successes
1: how exciting I can't wait where to see future potty is
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you Dylan thank you so much for coming this has been so much fun to catching up with you
2: thank you guys for the opportunity I always love it
1: To connect with us on social media, make sure to follow us on our Instagram at BoldFIU.
0: And to learn more about Bold in our work, visit us at BoldFIU.com.
1: Don't forget to subscribe and catch us next semester where we'll be hearing more from Bold alumni with our new Director of Culture, Atia Pitakchikul.
0: Welcome, Atiyah. We're so happy to have you. Hi, everyone. I'm super excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to our listeners.
2: Yeah, so I'm currently a junior studying public relations, advertising, and applied communication with a minor in general marketing. I joined Bold in spring 2020 on the creative team, then moved on to social media specials role, and finally an account executive. And now I am so excited to be the new director of culture for Bold.
1: Best of luck to you, Atia. I can't wait to see what you do with the Bold Group podcast, and I know you're just going to do amazing things. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Lily, for the opportunity to launch this podcast. It's been real. This is Patricia, or Patty, Menendez, signing off.
0: Thank you, Patty, for all you've done to bring this podcast ideas to life, and best of luck to you. And to our listeners, see you next semester on the Bold Brew Podcast.